content for the culture. Happy Saturday. Hope you had a great weekend. Hope you had a great New Year's, great New Year's Eve, great Christmas, great Hanukkah, whatever it was. Hope you had a wonderful holiday, holiday season. I'm back and it has been almost two weeks since the last episode. Uh, just checking in with you and hope you're doing all right. I'm doing all right. I had a great weekend, great Christmas, everything like that. That was classics spelled with two X's at the end there, C-L-A-S-S-I-X-X. From their album Hanging Gardens. It's on Spotify. They don't have any other albums on there. That single is called A Facts from the Beach. They're going to be the featured artist this week. I hope you enjoy. I've kind of been going down that electronic path after uh, featuring DJ Kose last uh, last episode. And, and I hope you enjoyed maybe checking him out, listening to him. I don't know if you enjoyed it. You might have been interested by it. But either way, I hope it was somewhat stimulating in a certain sense. But here we are. Episode 6 of Content for the Culture, I'm back, and I, I apologize for the delay, but I, I think this show is going to be featured on a bi-monthly basis. I've uh, been kind of feeling it out and feeling the basic gel of the show and, 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 and the ebb and flow of it, and I think the best way to do it would probably be on a twice-a-month basis. That way, it gives me enough time to kind of soak in new content and also focus on content that I would like to feature, whether it's it's stuff that I've already listened to, watched, heard, whatever it is, um, and then I can focus it into the into the podcast as opposed to rushing it and trying to get an episode out a week or two episodes out a week. It's too much. So for now, I, I think bi monthly is the best way to proceed. So try and keep an eye out for it like that every every week or every two weeks. I, I might throw in a, a, an episode each week here and there if I'm feeling good, if i got something I want you guys to hear, want you to listen to, want you to watch. Either way, I hope you enjoy. Here we are. I hope you had a lovely Christmas. I know I did. And I know you will enjoy the artist that is classics. I, I hope you enjoyed that track. I, I, I encourage you to listen to the thing all the way through. I, I, I encourage you to listen to that track and that album. From beginning to end, it's not the greatest electronic album I've ever heard. It's not the greatest electronic artist I've ever heard, but I love some of the songs. I love some of the vibes that emit from from that artist. You know, some of the songs on that album are a little too, I'd say, uppity for my taste, a little too poppy. Some of them, those aren't going to be the tracks that I feature. Uh, Like I said, you know, that was a fact from the beach. I'll, I'll play one at the end there. I think you'll enjoy as well. Um, a little more vibey, a little more low key, a little, a little more subdued, as opposed to, you know, your typical electronic music. And and they have some of those tracks on the album. Either way, though, I hope you check it out. I I just added them to the uh, content for the culture Spotify playlist, which I hope you check out. It's on the website contentfortheculture.com. Check out that playlist. It's all featured there. Got my Spotify playlist there. I think I have over two hundred, nearing three hundred songs. So a lot of content there for you to check out. There's going to be some artists on there that I haven't talked about before. There's going to be some artists I have talked about before. Either way, you need to check it out. 
I uh, organize it to show the tracks that I've added the most recently. And I, I think that would probably be the best thing you could do as well. Filter it that way. Um, and if you don't have Spotify, try and find those tracks on, on Apple Music. I do apologize. I'm just an avid Spotify user. It's, it's the easiest way for me to try and get, get the content I want you guys to hear um, and get it straight to your ears. So enjoy it. Check them out. Check out the album. Let me know what you think. Check out the website. Again, contentfortheculture.com. We're on iTunes. I'll let you know that last episode. It's exciting. It's exciting. We're here and, uh, and it's 20, 2015 and, and you can have a podcast and you can do all this shit just for a, a couple hundred bucks. So hope you enjoy as I'm enjoying this coffee. Very good. Very good coffee. Starbucks Christmas blend. Highly recommend. Quality content. Quality, quality coffee. So check out Classics. I hope you enjoy. Um, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about that artist. I, I don't really want to feature, it's kind of like last episode, I, I don't really want to feature an artist on this episode as much as I'd rather talk about a movie or a television show. I, I don't have an artist that I'm specifically listening to right now more so than anything else. I, I still am kind of on that Thundercat kick. Like I said last episode, I still am listening to him. I, I haven't found a new... I haven't found a new artist, at least a new artist that I, I'm just floored by. I, I haven't found that yet. Uh, I, I, I want to, I want to, I want to find a new one. I, I haven't really gotten it. Maybe it's just because the holiday season. I think everything slows down a little bit in terms of music. I, I think, uh, I think movies and, and television they all kind of ramp up around this time, especially movies during the Christmas box office. These films trying to get in, get in in time for Oscar season, but you know, get that get that, uh, get that momentum, get that momentum push for the Oscar season at a uh, late, late, late December, early January. So n- nothing too exciting in terms of the musical front, but, but hopefully next few episodes, I'll have something featured for you as well. And there's a few artists that I do want to spend more time on talking about on the podcast and, and featuring ones that you'll find on the content for the cultured playlist and ones that you'll see I have 10 tracks saved on that playlist for, and you'll probably be wondering why, and I'd love to talk about that, and I'll get into that eventually, but I have other things I want to focus on this episode, and I'll get to that shortly, but I hope you had a great Christmas. I, I, I really do. I hope you had a great New Year's. I know I did. I got, I got really drunk, and um, I got thrown out of a cab. I, I, I did. I got thrown out of a cab first time. First time. You know, I, I, I got to that point, and I was an asshole, and I got thrown out. The Lyft driver drove past my house and I accused him of running up the tab because he didn't just reverse and go back to the house. Mind you, this was a $9 Lyft tab. I, I, I'm cheap, yes, but, but come on, who's that cheap? I mean, he, he circled the block, it was going to add about 50 cents to the tab, and, and I, I got a little mouthy with the driver. We'll just leave it at that. And he threw me and my lovely girlfriend out of the car. So a great way to end New Year's. Eve, I guess it was New Year's Day. It was around you know twelve thirty one in the morning. But aside from that, I had a lovely, I had a lovely New Year's. I had a great New Year's Day yesterday. I spent the day with my girlfriend, and, and I, I hope you guys have had the same. I'm sure we all have some stories, some some experiences we're not the most proud of. But overall, overall, it was a great Christmas. I spent I spent uh, a great Christmas and a great holiday season and a great New Year's. I, I spent the Christmas in in Denver. With my family, with my brother, my sister, my twin sister, and, and my parents. It was lovely. It was gorgeous. And it was fucking freezing, but it was amazing. And, and why it was amazing, I, I had such a great Christmas because I got what I wanted. 
And I didn't even specifically ask for it. My, my, my mom, yeah, I got what I want. I got the gifts I wanted. Yes, I still get gifts. I'm, I'm 22 years old and I still get gifts. That's how lovely my parents are. That's how lovely my mother is. And she got me a record player. I'm very excited about it. Finally have vinyl. It's been something I've wanted for a long time. I, I never even really specifically asked for it from my mom. I mean, she did a great job. She kept asking me, well, what do you want for Christmas? What do you, what do you want? I'd said, I'd, I'll let you know. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. But she did a great job because it was one of those situations where I'm just very off the cuff, randomly just, oh, record, records are cool. You know, I was in Urban Outfitters with her in mid-December in Phoenix. She was out visiting for, for a wedding. And I think I mentioned I was going to a wedding in like episode three or episode four. But we were out there for that night. I was like, oh, records are so cool. Record player, you know, it's great. She buys me the record player. She surprised me. It was wonderful. She brought it out to Denver. We stayed in an Airbnb and she brought wrapped presents out to the Airbnb. It was just a wonderful, wonderful Christmas and a wonderful surprise. Also, not so wonderful of a surprise is that the record player broke on me within the first five minutes of using it on Christmas. Went out to go buy records, bought LCD sound system 4533. Wonderful wonderful record, wonderful track, amazing, amazing track, one of the best electronics songs I personally enjoy. And I bought Mac DeMarco's new album, I got some old classic rock albums, my dad recommended a Neil Young album, a Jeff Beck album, very cool stuff, and I'm going to keep my eye out for vinyl, for vinyls that I love and enjoy, and try and, try and go in the use section as well, but I, I put on the Mark De, Mac DeMarco album, another one, the album that I suggested, that the artist that I suggested, I believe in episode two or episode three. And within the first minute, the record player fucking breaks. It was classic. It was classic. So I, uh, it was classics with two X's. So I went to Urban Outfitters, got it, got it exchanged. They sent it to me and, and I have it again now and it's working for the most part. I bought Daft Punk's Discovery album, which is easily their greatest album. One of, one of, if not the best electronic albums of all time. I'm not even going to feature it on this show ever because it's a given. And if you haven't fucking listened to it, you owe it to yourself. Do it now. Stop wasting your time. Don't even listen to this podcast. If you haven't listened to Discovery by Daft Punk, turn off this fucking podcast and go listen to it right now. Beginning to end, greatest electronic album of all time. At least one of, I mean, top five, let's be honest. In any event, I got the record player and, and vinyl is an interesting thing to me. I I think it's exciting. I'm glad I have it. I, I want to invest in some speakers now for it. I want to invest in new records, you know, old records and spend all this money. But I'm wondering, am I just wasting my time? Am I wasting my money? Is it is it just for the nostalgia factor? Is it for the status? I don't know. And I think I'm going to have to become more familiar with the machine itself, more, more familiar with the experience of listening to records to really understand and appreciate the process itself. If you have a record player, if you have vinyl, you, you probably understand what I'm talking about. You know, you get it immediately and you you go to the store and you, you start just spending money, spending money, spending money. I think in total, all those records I got must have cost almost $100. You know, they, they remaster these, these new albums uh, and, and put them on vinyl for the first time because it's such a trend. But then they also have all these old used records. So it, it, you kind of have a nice little balance. You can get the old records for three or $4. These old classic rock albums, always exciting, always cool and um, cool. But then they have Daft Punk's Discovery album. I think it was like $25. I mean, that's expensive. I spend $25 in two months for my Spotify subscription. 
premium to listen to all that fucking music, stream it, and I can plug it in the speakers. But I still like vinyl. And I might be wrong, and I, I would love you to let me know if I'm wrong, if I'm foolish, if I'm just playing into the stereotype of the of the hipster music lover that that buys records and, and spends hundreds of dollars on it. I, I don't know. Like I said, maybe I am doing it for status. Maybe you are too, but maybe I'm also doing it for something else. And, and I think what I'm enjoying about it right now is I like the process of turning on the record player, putting the record on, and just letting it play. When do you do that anymore? You don't. No one does that anymore. No one. No one does that. Right now it's all about, you know, Spotify puts everything at, at your fingertips. And, and it's a beautiful thing. It's a lovely thing. We live in 2015 and technology makes our lives a hell of a lot easier. But at the same time, it, it, almost, it almost complicates things. It almost gives you too much. As opposed to buying a record, putting it on, going track to track to track to track, and flip it over, go to side B, listen to it again. Or not again, it's a different side, but listen to it, and, and then you have that experience. No one has that experience anymore. With records, it's so rare. It's so rare, and I'm an, I'm an avid lover of listening to an album track to track all the way through from beginning to end and giving the artist a chance to, for them to tell their story. Vinyl lets you, lets you do that. And vinyl, vinyl forces you to do that. You can say you try and do that with Spotify. I try. I try. And I do. I do with some artists like, like the Home Shake album. That's one specific album I can remember recently. The one I, I recommend, I believe, in episode three or episode four, the awful episode where I was podcasting from my bed. But I, I put that, that album on in my car. I knew it came out. It was a new album. I, I, I heard good things, and I played it from track to track to track on the drive home. And, and it's good. It's, it's good to do that. But also at the same time, you're still not even getting that same experience. I was sitting in my fucking car driving home from work listening to it like that, and it's not the same. Because there's other distractions and there's other things bothering me. There really is nothing quite like sitting in your room. And yeah, you can be on the computer. You can do something like that. Maybe play a video game. Whatever. I understand. You're not just going to sit there and put your eyes on the record and listen to it and not do anything else. You don't have to. That's the beauty of music. But when you have that record player and you put the record on and you let it play, there's just something special about it. And there's something that really forces you as a listener to focus and, and to just be patient with it and let it play out and let, and like I said, let the artist tell their story. So I don't know if you have vinyl. I, I recommend it. So far, I haven't put in too much money, but I recommend it. I recommend listening to it. I recommend checking it out. And I, I don't know if it really makes a difference in terms of sound quality. I'm not that kind of person. You know, there's people with films that I want it digital or no, I want it on film. Frankly, I, I don't really notice the difference. Obviously, if I could see a movie in 70 millimeter, I'd do that over digital. But at the end of the day, you're just watching a movie, and it's the same thing with music, I think. At the end of the day, you're, you're just listening to music. The vinyl can sound a little different, but it's the same process. And I'm sure I could find almost every one of, if not all, of the albums that I was listening to on record that I have so far on Spotify. I'm not saying it's different in terms of sound quality. I'm saying it's different in terms of sound experience. There really is something special about it, and, and I highly recommend it. And I think a big part of it is on Spotify or on Apple Music, whatever you're using to listen to your music, even if you have a CD, you just hit skip, skip, you know, boom, skip, I don't want, ah, I don't like that song. Okay, you don't have that option with the record player. It's harder than that. 
It's harder than that. You you have to lift up that stupid little arm, that stupid arm that's been around for how goddamn long. That's really sensitive. It'll fucking break any moment if you're too rough with it. So you don't even want to risk it. You just I just drop it right at the beginning of the record, let it slide on through, play through the first track, and then go all the way. That's what I do. You don't put on a record and say, oh, you got to listen to this track. You kind of put on a record and you say, well, you got to listen to this track, but we got to get through the first and second track first because I'm not going to mess it up. I don't want you to hear the end of this track and then it kind of lead into this next one. And, and some people would say that's a fault of it. And, and I, I would agree in some senses. I like having both options though. And I like having that ability to have that experience, that intimate experience with the album, with the artist and really assess whether or not I like the album as a whole, as opposed to a single or a track. And it's a different experience. And along with the listening experience, the experience of looking for records and Going through a record store is one of my, I mean, I just started this. I've done it. I got this record player, what, a week, week and a half ago? And I already enjoy going to the record store. I've always thought it would be a cool experience. I've always wanted to. And now I, I, I'm absolutely in love with it. I want to go to all the record stores in Phoenix and Scottsdale. I want to experience all of them. And I want to see what they have. Because they're all going to have a lot of the similar the similar records of, of the new albums, the ones that are, you know, reissued and remastered and, and just kind of a marketing, marketing, not ploy, but I mean, maybe of these artists that say, okay, vinyl, vinyl's on the up and up. Let's release a vinyl of this album too. And, and yeah, it might be a little bit of a marketing ploy, just buying into the trend. But at the same time, you also have the option to buy old records. And I was listening to Jeff, uh, Jeff Beck album. My dad highly suggested, you know, he's from, he's from Colorado in the 70s. I mean, come on, classic rock. Like, that is awesome. I, I mean, that's an era I would love to have grown up in and listened to all that new classic rock coming out. I mean, it would have been an incredible experience. And I've, I've, never, I've never really listened to Jeff Beck. I, I've heard a little bit. I'm a, you know, I'm an avid guitar player. I love guitar. And so I listened to that album. I loved it. I mean, I was floored. And also, I was forced to listen to it track to track to track track all the way to the end and mind you this is this is an instrumental guitar player's track I mean it's a jam record there's no vocals I mean how often if you if I was playing that on Spotify I was streaming that I mean it would not I would not make it all the way through because I, oh, I don't have the patience for this okay I get it he's soloing okay I get it he's a great guitar player okay cool no that's great let's listen to some John Mayer let's okay let's just put on let's put on another guitar player and let's get some lyrics no I didn't have that option my dad suggested the record. I put it on and I listened to it track through track. And it was awesome. I loved it. It was a great experience. And even I, I recommend checking out the album. I mean, it's not the artist of the week or whatever it is. But I'd, I'd say check it out if you are a guitar player. Listen to that Jeff Beck album. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed it through the vinyl experience. If you have the opportunity for that, do it. I bought the album for like $4. And that, to me, those records are extremely worth it. I think it's a great way to listen to older music. I think it's, that's one of the best parts about it. I've, I've tried to listen to old artists on Spotify before, and I just don't do it. I, I love Neil Young. My dad bought me a Neil Young record. It was a great experience listening to it. I've never listened to a full Neil Young record track all the way through the end of, of, of the entire album. I never have. I love a lot of Neil Young songs, but I've never just, like, listen to all of his music on a single album and just done it from beginning to end. And it was great. It was fucking great. So I say, check it out. I say, give it a shot. And if you have vinyl, try it. 
I know I am and, and I'm enjoying it so far. I also haven't invested a ton of money in it yet. So, so eventually it might get bad and, and, and we'll see, you know, the record player could break. There's, there's issues with that. I'm already kind of having issues with the record player. It's not the nicest record player in the world, but it's something that I, I would, I would definitely recommend you, you try and check out and, and give a shot because it's, it's a unique experience. It really is. And if you look at it from the experience as, as a music lover, not, not a status symbol, not, oh, I have a record player. Yeah, oh, oh, you know, I'm cooler than you. I have a record player. No, that's not what it's about. And if, if it's about that for you, then, then, then fuck you. Because that's not what it's about. What it's about is, like I've said throughout these, this 15-minute monologue about vinyl, it's about having an intimate experience with the album, with the artist, and with the story they're trying to tell. So you can do that with old music, you can do that with new music. And there's artists I want to check out. There's older musicians I want to listen to. And I know listening to them on a vinyl is going to be a better experience than listening to them on Spotify or, or, or YouTubing their best songs or what, oh, this has 3 million views, let's do that. No. I want to listen to Springsteen. I've wanted to check him out. I mentioned on, on the Show Me a Hero podcast where I where I recommended that amazing show they had. Um, they had... They, they had Springsteen playing the entire time throughout the entire miniseries, the six-episode miniseries, and I never realized how good he was, and I'm going to buy some Springsteen, Springsteen albums and listen to them and and give it a shot and really try. Instead of going to Spotify and, oh, these are his top ten songs, Born in the USA, yeah, a, a fucking course they are. And they're also probably his worst songs. They're probably his worst songs. They're those songs that... Any, you, you, any music lover, any artist lover of a specific musician, you say, no, that's not their best song. That's what someone would say about Mac DeMarco. Oh, Salad Days, I love that song. I love, no. I mean, yeah, it's a great song. It's a great song. It's a great live song. It's a great poppy song. People love it. I enjoy it. But there's better. There's better, and it's hidden. It's hidden within the album. So check it out, and, and check out a vinyl, and, and see if you like it. And these record players, they're... $90, $100. They're not that bad. And you don't buy it for the status symbol. Don't, find, don't buy it to be cool. or Buy it to enjoy the experience of listening to an album all the way through because no one ever does that. And you're not buying a stupid fucking CD because that's a waste. The record player really, really forces you to be patient and to give an album and an artist and, and, and music a shot. And, and forces you to be patient, and, and I hope you enjoy it. So, so check it out, and let me know what you think. Go on the website, send me an email, give me an inquiry, let me know what you think. I'm, I'm curious, and let me know what your suggestions are. You can send me records. I would love to check something out, especially older ones. You find them in records for their $5, and it's just so cool to check out that way. So please, let me know what you think. I hope, I hope you enjoy the record player. I hope you enjoy the, the experience of vinyl if you ever get a chance, and if you ever have a friend that has it, just try it. Give it a shot. It's interesting. Now, along those lines, you know, I, I got that. I got that record player for Christmas. I loved it. It was amazing. Well, aside from it breaking, the day of Christmas. Uh, actually, no, it was the day after Christmas. So it wasn't. It was the worst Christmas ever. No, I. Along those lines, I, I want to talk about the holiday holiday movie season, and and I've been kind of hyping it up. I've been previewing a little bit. And first of all, I can't believe I haven't mentioned the Hateful Eight yet. I haven't seen it yet either, so I definitely will talk about that on this on this podcast. But for now, I've really only seen one Christmas movie thus far. I mean, I I, I haven't seen. I'm going to talk about what I haven't seen, then I'm going to I'm going to tell you the movie I want to bitch about a little bit. And yeah, you might call me an asshole for it, but look, 
I'm kind of a movie douche, and, and it is what it is. So I haven't seen, and I want to, and I will see The Big Short. I want to see, and I will see The Hateful Eight. I also will definitely see The Revenant. That's, that's, the Revenant is happening no matter what. I'm seeing that opening weekend. I'm seeing that next weekend, and you will too, because Leo's getting his Oscar. We all know it. We can feel it. We can feel the momentum. There's not, there's not a movie right now where there's a best actor. Oh, this is happening. Oh, this is the best actor. No, we don't have that this year. We had that last year with Birdman and Whiplash and all these movies where, oh, okay, I think we, I think we can feel the momentum of these Oscars. You know, we don't have that yet. We don't have that. And I think, I think The Revenant is the answer to our, to our prayers in terms of, in terms of a, a movie dominating. The award season, I haven't seen it yet, but I, I feel it. And that's my guess. We'll see. It might change once I see the movie. It could be a little too much. It could be a little crazy. Uh, might be trying a little too hard. It might be trying too hard to give Leo his Oscar. We don't want that. No one wants that. It, that, that would make it feel not authentic, but I, I don't, personally, I don't think that's where it's headed. But the movie I saw this Christmas and I want to talk about, and I don't want to complain about, but I also want to, you know, say I enjoyed it was Star Wars. Yeah, we're going down this path. I finally saw Star Wars. I've talked about it a few episodes back and, and talking about how excited I was to see it. And I was excited to see it. And, and let, me, let me preface everything I'm about to say with this to start. I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. I sat with that movie or sat in that movie with my popcorn on my lap, my soda on the right. And I was sitting in one of those nice theaters. You got the leather seats, the recliner, it's electronic. I mean, it's just so nice. It's almost too much. It's like, whoa, I, I kind of thought this was the experience I'd only get in my living room, but okay. I mean, I did have to spend about double for this movie ticket, but I'm fine with it. This, this, these amenities make up for it. So like I said, I, I enjoyed it. I had a great time. It was a fun movie. It was a fun movie, and I almost wish I just grabbed the microphone right after I saw that movie because I could have talked for about three hours about the things I didn't like about it, the things I did like about it, and just go on and on. And I'll try my best to fundle all of it into this right now, but I enjoyed it. Let's just say that to start. I enjoyed it. Having said that, having said that, there were some things... I didn't fucking like. And there should have been things you didn't like too. If you're a Star Wars fan and you left that saying that was the best Star Wars movie that J.J. Abrams could have made, you are dead fucking wrong. And you know you are. It could have been so much better. It could have been so much better. There were a lot of issues I had with it. There really were. Plot-wise, lots of issues. Casting-wise, some issues. But let, let's talk about the things I did like. Let's, let's, let's slow down before I tear this movie apart. Because, it, like I said, it wasn't a terrible movie. It wasn't a horrible movie. But a Star Wars movie, from what it could be in terms of quality and, and story and, and feeling and, and authenticity, Empire Strikes Back, Return of the Jedi, it's like, oh, this could have been so much better. Things I did like. I liked Oscar Isaac. I liked the dorky little... little wheelie robot thing. Okay, we get it. You made a fucking cute robot for kids that, that kids could enjoy because R2-D2 is too outdated. I get it. I, I get it, Disney. But it, but I'm already getting negative. Look, I, I liked Oscar Isaac. I thought he was good. He's a total stud. Love him. Love to show me a hero, of course, so I'm, I'm going to love his aspect of it. I, I, I enjoyed the throwbacks. I enjoyed some of the references. 
you know, when Han Solo and, and Chewbacca got on the screen, it's great. It's exciting. It's it's Star Wars. I liked the, the, the shootouts and the special effects. It was badass. It was awesome. And mainly, like I said, it's exciting. It was adventurous. It, it did have that Star Wars feel. It had the music. They they really tried. And I, I commend them for it. They tried. And it could have been so much worse. I mean, that, that's, that's the biggest preface of all this, you know, negative stuff that I didn't like about it. It really could have been so much worse. You watch the... You watch episode one, you watch episode two, you watch episode three, and you go, holy shit. At least it wasn't that. And it wasn't. And I, and I, like I said, I enjoyed it. And I would see it again. I would buy a ticket and I'd see it again. And I would, I would like to. But some of it felt a little gimmicky. And some of it felt a little bit like, okay, we get it. You, you, you had to throw it back here. You, you had to reference this there. Where's the heart and soul of this film? Where, where, where's the heart and soul of what Star Wars is about? They're talking about the light side and the dark side and the Jedi's and this, that, and the other. And it's like, this story doesn't feel authentic. This story doesn't feel organic. This story feels a little bit forced and fake. And it just feels like, okay, this is the best thing we got right now to make this Star Wars movie. And we're going to make tons of fucking money, so put it out there. So let's 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 get on with the issues I have with it. I'm just going to start right now, and and we'll see how long this goes because I had some problems with it, and I know I'm a bit of an asshole. I'm a movie douche, and I get it. It could always be a lot worse than it was, and I get that, and I appreciated it as a film. I, I as a film, no, I appreciate it as a as a blockbuster popcorn movie. I, I had fun, but as a Star Wars film, no. I, I I frankly I did not. Plot wise, it was the fucking Death Star plot all over again, and they even referenced it. They've got the rebels or whatever the fuck they're called the resistance they, they've just changed the names this time around i guess it's based off a book but god damn it doesn't feel original at all they've got them talking about okay what are we going to do what are how, how are we going to blow up this uh death star well it's actually not the death star it's 18 times the size of the death star oh okay that makes it even more crazy well how are we going to take it down okay well here's what we're going to do we're going to take the shields down are you fucking kidding me this is all the old swords, you're literally copying the plot. Okay, well, well, we've done that before. We can do that. Okay, then we'll take the shields down. And then what are we going to do? Well, then there's this, there's this, uh, hole, this hole we can, we can go through and, and blow it up from the inside out. Oh, you don't say. You don't say. I can't believe they didn't learn their lesson the first time around or even the second time around. It, it was, it was so... Like, it, it felt fake. I let... That happened when they blew up the fucking... Yeah, and spoiler alert. Sorry, okay. I'm, I hope you've seen Star Wars now. And if you haven't, turn this off. Whatever. I'm not trying to spoil anything, but I have to get this off my chest. When they blew up the Death Star, I was like, okay, that's probably like the midpoint of the film. Like, that can't actually... I was... I, I honestly thought to myself, as as a, as a Star Wars fan and as a viewer and, and, and soaking up that plot, I was like, that can't actually be it. That can't be the plot. That can't be the big thing they're shooting for because... Holy shit, that is just the old movies. They're literally recycling the plot. And that's what I fucking hated about it. And it just felt so goddamn easy. It felt like the easy way out. So I didn't like that. I didn't like that aspect of the plot whatsoever. I, I dreaded it. John Boyega's character, I thought he was funny at first. And then it got out of control. His character was being ridiculous. His character wasn't a Star Wars character. His character was was a comedic relief. I, I mean, like, I initially, oh, I, I'm a stormtrooper. I, I gotta get out of this. Oh, great, okay. Okay, great. You don't want to be a, a stormtrooper. That's a cool story. I could get behind it. Give him a human side. I, I was interested in it. 
but he was such a fucking clown and so talentless. It's like, didn't you go through all this training? How do you not know how to do anything? And he's making all these jokes. These jokes that don't fit in a Star Wars movie. Oh, oh, do you have a, do you have a girlfriend? Do you, do you have a, do you have a, do you have a boyfriend or, 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 or oh, oh, oh. it's like, oh, okay. Let's, let's slow it the fuck down, Mr. Stormtrooper. Like, let's, let's please be, be authentic to the Star Wars genre and Star Wars storytelling and, and stop being a fucking stereotypical comedic relief character that is, I honestly, by the end of it, I found, I found his jokes and all that shit kind of annoying and it felt just stupid and it, and it's just, they have all these characters that, him, John Boyega, and the, the girl, uh, what's her name, Daisy Ridley, I think. She plays, like, she's going to be the new Jedi. That's great. Okay, we get it. All right, you, need, you needed the female Jedi because we, we didn't, I get it, I get it. You have to do that, and, and I'm, not, I'm not upset about it. It's fine. I'm not trying to say I'm anti-feminist or anything like that. I feel like that's why they were doing the female Jedi, and that's okay. I mean, whatever, but that's, that's my personal opinion. I, I don't have anything wrong with feminism, but I felt like that's why they did it. And they give her... You know, oh, you're going to be a Jedi. You know how to use the Force because you just thought of it. And, oh, you know how to use the Force. And you know how to use Jedi mind tricks. I'm like, what the fuck? As a Star Wars fan, I, I as a Star Wars fan boy, I was watching that night. I just, I was thinking to myself, what the fuck is this? What, what, what? What? I get it. You want to give the fans, oh, well, they need the Jedi fight. They need, okay, then give us a fucking Jedi that's been trained. I sound like such a dork talking about this right now, but it really did frustrate me. I didn't like that aspect of it. I didn't like that she just was able to do it. And then, and then you have John Boyega's character. Oh, I have a lightsaber. Let me use this. It's like, what? You don't even, you're a clown, dude. You don't know how to shoot a gun. You don't know how to do any of this stuff, even though you're a stormtrooper. They've been showing that the entire film. And then he's like battling Kyle Rule or whatever the hell the, the, the bad, Sith, whatever, they're not Sith anymore, whatever his name was. He's like battling him with a lightsaber and able to kind of take him on. I'm like, um, okay, sure. So those are a few issues. Let me get to a few more. It doesn't stop there. No, it does not. I did not like the guy who played the bad Jedi, the guy from Girls, Adam Driver. Isn't that his name? What the hell is his name? I'm going to pull it up right now. I did not like him. He took off his helmet and I, I couldn't fucking believe they cast him in it. And and I get it. Maybe I'm just a little bit tainted because I've seen... Yeah, Adam Driver, that's his name. Maybe I'm tainted because I've seen girls and I, I just only see him as that. But honestly, he felt whiny. I'm like, oh, okay, the the whatever this giant hologram emperor dude is going to trust you, you're like a whiny little girl. Oh, and guess what? He's Han Solo's son. Ooh, I was just like, when they had that, like, reveal kind of thing, I'm just like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. It was trying a little too hard in those aspects. It really was. It really was trying too hard to connect to the old and, and bring it into the new, and it felt, it felt gimmicky, it felt forced, and I didn't like it. His, his reveal was weak, I didn't like when he took off his helmet, I didn't like his, his acting, I thought he was weak, I couldn't, I didn't believe him as a, as like a, evil, like, Sith Jedi, whatever the hell they're called in the new one, I keep forgetting, but I didn't like that. The ending with him and Han Solo on the bridge, oh, God. I was just like, I literally was with my friend Jesse, we're in the theater together, and he's walking at the bridge with him, and, and they're talking, and I just immediately turned him like, oh, he's gonna kill his dad. And 
and and he said to me, well, I, I didn't see it coming. I get it. You know, it, they kind of take you by surprise because he's like, he initially is, oh, I, you, you, you know, well, you never fathered me or whatever the bullshit. And it's like, okay, maybe he is going to join him on the line. It's like, no, he's going to kill him. They, they want, they want to get Harrison Ford as quickly out of these movies as possible. And they're probably going to try and do the same fucking thing for Princess Leia because she didn't look great either. And I'm sorry, they, I, and I know she took flack for that and, and she fought back on Twitter and people were like, yeah, you go girl. It doesn't matter how you look, but it kind of does. I'm sorry. It's a fucking movie and you don't really look like what you used to. It kind of takes away from the experience. So I didn't like that. I didn't like that part, those parts of the film. I really didn't enjoy that. I, I didn't like John Boyega's character. I thought he was over the top. I didn't like Daisy Ridley's character being able to use the force within five minutes of oh, maybe I do know how to use the Force, and boom, now I can stop Adam Driver, the evil Sith Lord, I can stop him from using mind tricks on me. Oh, okay. Okay, because that's how the Force works. It's like, no, that's not how it works from what we've learned from all these sagas, but no, shit on, shit on everything we've learned in the past, because that's whatever. Disney wants to go their route, and it, that's the problem with it, and I, I think that's why I didn't enjoy it. It's a Disney film. It's a Disney film. They have it. it, it I, I went in wanting and expecting an HBO produced Star Wars film and that's not what it is and and like I said all of those problems I have with it all of those issues don't matter because it's a Star Wars movie it's a it's a blockbuster film and it, it was exciting it was a great popcorn flick and I, and I had a good time watching it and I'll watch it again and I will enjoy it but those were issues I have with it I didn't I didn't like those parts of the parts of the film and and they bothered they frankly they bothered me um Overall, it, it was a good experience, and the popcorn I had was delicious as well. The popcorn did help. But I, I would love to hear what you think. I would love to hear what you did or didn't like about it. Uh, I, I, Like I said, when it ended, I thought we had another hour to go. I couldn't even believe that the Death Star blowing up was the plot again. I, I just thought it was fucking ridiculous. I, I thought it was ridiculous, but like I said, special effects were good. It was It was fun to watch, and I had a good time, and... I went in with a positive attitude. I like I you know I, I went into the theater and I asked the lady ripping the tickets. I'm like, oh, you, you seen it yet? What do you think? She goes, oh, I saw it. I loved it. But but I heard some some you know avid fanboys. You know they they kind of hated it. And I and I said to her, I, I said, ah, well, whatever. I'm gonna enjoy it no matter what. And and I did. I went in with that attitude. I rarely go into a film with that attitude. I really do. I really do. I I look at it on Rotten Tomatoes. I see the reviews. And yeah, I saw it with like have really good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. But, but I literally went into that saying, I'm going to have fun watching this. Like, yeah, you can find shit to nitpick with because it's not going to be perfect. It's not. It, it really isn't. And it's not going to capture exactly what made those old movies in the 70s and 80s so great. It's not because it's not those films. It's 2015. It's a long – those movies were made a long time ago, and that's why they're good. They're classics for a reason, and you can't recreate that. And, and they, did, they did a good job. I did, like I said, I don't think they did the best they could. I had a lot of issues with it. But I also, I like it, I, I enjoyed it. And I'm not trying to be an asshole raining on the Star Wars parade because I know, like, I can totally picture some Star Wars fanboys, I mean, myself included, kind of, just shitting all over it. And, and I, I shit a little bit on it, but, but like I said, I did enjoy it. The Millennium Falcon comes out, woo, this is awesome. Oh, Han Solo's on the screen, woo, I can't believe it, yay, you know, ooh, the music, woo. Like, I had goosebumps a few times during the shootouts, like, yay, Star Wars, woo, you know. <laughs> and I wasn't doing that in the theater, but that's, you know, I, I felt, I had fun. I had a smile on my face a lot of the time. But there were some cringe moments. There were some cringe-worthy moments. Like I said, Han Solo on the bridge with the sun, like, oh, God, no. 
they just stole all the plot points from the old films and just threw it into one fucking movie. And it, it, it felt forced and it felt like it felt like an easy way out, but I'd love to hear what you think. We're 40 minutes in. I don't want to end on a negative note, but I, I think that's a good place to, I think that's a good you know place to stop. I, I do want to say I did enjoy it. I had fun watching it, but I'd love to hear what you think about what I had problems with. What I what I did didn't like. I'd, I'd love to hear your opinions on the film as a whole, and and what I thought. So, again, please contact me on my website. Contact me there. It's it's uh, it's the past two episodes have been more focused on movies and music, and and I I know this or movies and music, movies and TV, and and I I do partially apologize. I I want to talk about music more. Like I said though, it's kind of been a drought. I can't really find a new artist, and and I want to talk about artists that I love in the past, but I want to, I also want to feature new stuff that's kind of captivating me too, like I, I did with Thundercat and stuff. So I'm going to keep my ear to the ground and, and I'm going to look for new music and, and, and keep my eyes out. But for now, uh, listen, listen to classics, C-L-A-S-S-I-X-X. Listen to it on Spotify, a good album. Or no, listen to artists on Spotify, the good album they have on there. Uh, great, great, great tracks on that album. Listen to it all the way through. Go see Star Wars if you haven't seen it. Go see The Revenant I, I, when it comes out this next week. And I hope you enjoy it. I hope I enjoy it. I'm definitely talking about it next episode. I'm going to try and put out an episode. I'm going to try and put one out each, at least every two weeks. I'm going to do that. And if not, at least week by week. So I, I don't have a set schedule, unfortunately. But I'll, I'll try and keep it consistent. And I, I hope you enjoyed the episode this week. I, I also want to mention that a uh, new season of Marin is on Netflix. I know I brought it up, but the third season's on there. There's been a couple episodes I thought were kind of weak, but overall, still, still has that same feel. I still really enjoy it. It's, it's a great show. I, I think you owe it to yourself to check it out. Twenty minute episodes. I mean, it's a great show to watch when you're a little too tired to put in, put in the effort for an extra, an extra hour of an episode, like a long saga, something like that. So, check out Marini's new on on Netflix. Also. I'm getting deeper into Boardwalk Empire, and I'm not going to ruin anything. I'm not going to spoil anything. I know I'm like outdated on that show, but I did reveal an important character's death by being a fucking fool and looking on an IMDb page. I, if there's one thing I can I can leave you with today, and you're going to watch any of the shows I suggest or any of the movies, anything, just go in with as little information as you possibly can. That's the best thing you can do. I did that with Star Wars. I went in and I didn't know anything, and it was the best thing I could do. Yeah, I have problems with it, but I still enjoyed it. And it's the same thing with these shows. I was like, oh, well, what's this actor up to now? Was this, oh, he's only in X amount of episodes. Great. That means he fucking dies and I just spoiled it for myself. Or they couldn't work out the, work out the contract for the next year so they killed him off. I don't know. But, but that's what I would say. Just make sure to be careful. Careful with all these shows I suggest, all these, all these sagas and series, especially the serious shows I, I reckon, you know, show me a hero, stuff like that. Don't look at how many episodes people are in. You might spoil something. You might ruin it for yourself. So be patient. And, and finish the show. I did that with Thrones. I, I remember I said, I'm not looking at, I had, I had one important character's death already spoiled to me. Not on IMDb, but by someone talking about it. And I just vowed, I'm like, I'm never looking at the Game of Thrones IMDb until I finish all these episodes. And I did that. And it was the greatest choice I could have made. So, so please do that. Don't make the same mistake I did. Go see Star Wars if you have or haven't seen it or whatever. I mean, see it again. Let me know what you think. I, 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 I want you to check in with me. I want you to check out the website, contentfortheculture.com. I want you to check me out on iTunes. Please stream it there or on SoundCloud. I, I hope you had a great New Year's. I hope you had a great Christmas, like I like I said earlier. And and thanks for listening. It's been a fun episode, and, and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. I'm going to leave you with a track here uh, by Classics again. Let me pull it up. Mind the speaker. 
Here we go, here we go. Oh, that's my speaker, that's my Bluetooth speaker. And it's connected to my phone. Here we go. This next track I'm going to let play for a little bit. I think it really, and I, I do again apologize for not talking about this artist very much. I'm not hugely in love with it. It's kind of like uh, what I was saying. I haven't found artists. Oh my God, I can't stop listening to this. But either way, I think you owe it to yourself to check them out. I love, I love some good chill electronic music. So this next track is called Hanging Gardens. Uh, it's off. It's by Classics off that album, and, and I hope you listen to it. I'm going to let it play for about, I, I would say, I'm going to let it play for about um, like two or three, three or four minutes maybe. It's it's a really good track, and it really gets going near the end here. So I hope you enjoy, and I hope you have a great rest of your weekend. And, and as always, thank you so much for listening, and, uh, and here we go. Thank you. 